Support for Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped earlier this year launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. So join the over 4 million, million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer from us at Love Wrestling. Use our promo code LOVEWRESTLING at manscaped.com. You're going to get 20% off your order. You're going to get free worldwide shipping. How cool is that? Manscaped com your balls will thank you and with that the bills are paid the lights are on welcome to power out your usually your tuesday night live reaction to nwa power here on love wrestling but when you have a guest of this caliber you pivot the direction of the show you change it to a different night if you have to i am thrilled and privileged to welcome the nwa world heavyweight champion himself mr trevor murdoch thank you so much for joining us tonight thanks for having me man yeah absolutely great to have you again the weight of the World Heavyweight Championship is on your back. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want to, you know, skip the icebreakers. Let's jump right into questions. And my first one, I want to talk to you a little bit about the interesting finish from last night on uh, NWA Power. You had a one-on-one -on -one heavyweight exhibition match against the Pope, uh, someone who esteems you as a friend. And uh, you turned up the aggression pretty early on. That carried out throughout the match. And the finish saw you looking for a pile driver out on the concrete floor. You heard commentary beckoning you not to do it. You saw the audience pleading. Kyle Davis is frantically waving you down in the background. And sure enough, he calmed you down. You put Pope down. You both got counted out, but I want to hear from you yourself. What was going on in your mind right there? Um, right now, when I get in the ring, I'm, I've got my horse blinders on. I am 100% focused on what I've got to do in the ring, and I'm, I'm almost in <clears throat> kill-or-be-killed mode because that's what happened to me the first time when I, won the, when I lost the, the championship the first time. I didn't take it seriously enough, and Matt Cordona, you know, he capitalized on it. Um, I've been telling Pope for a, weeks to just leave me alone about this, to back off of me. Finally, we had a match, and he almost he almost got the full force of what I, you know, I don't know any other way to explain it. Like, I, thankfully, you know, I was able to kind of just take a minute and realize who I was in the ring with. But, you know, when you poke at the bear long enough and you keep asking for an ass whooping, well, don't be mad if you get it. Naturally. And that very, very nearly happened to uh, to Pope on this evening. Now, of course, let's look ahead. We've got NWA 74 coming up uh, in just a few short weeks, August 27th and 28th, from the storied Chase Park Plaza. It's where you've won your first NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Uh, championship. Uh, you're going in with your second NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. What does this the chase mean to you as a performer, as a, as a professional wrestler? Um, well, you know, St. Louis is my hometown. That's where I grew up, where I had one of, one of my first wrestling matches there. Um, we're walking into, like, the most prestigious building in St. Louis when it comes to pro wrestling. Legends have walked those halls and stepped into the, the Coruscant Ballroom. Um, and to be the, the main event two years in a row, um, you know, it is pretty amazing all in itself. But uh, the, weight, the weight is different. It's shifted. Whereas, you know, the first time when I walked into the chase, I was the challenger. Um, don't get me wrong, if I lost, it would have been it would have would have been horrible, but I wasn't the champion, so I wouldn't have lost too much. Um, whereas now I'm the champion. I'm I'm the guy. I'm the man. If if I if I lose, I walk out of there with nothing. Everything I've worked for. Um and Billy Corrigan has done a great job of putting 
the biggest beast he can in front of me. We're talking about the biggest guy in the company, Tyrus. Um, not only the biggest guy in the company, but the biggest guy in most pro wrestling companies. I'm talking everybody. Um, sure. He's, he's one of the, the biggest guys in pro wrestling, period. Um, so, you know, kudos to Billy for uh, putting together two hosses that are going to go in there and and beat the hell out of each other and, and ultimately find out who who's the better man. Sure enough. Now, cycling back to like the build towards NWA 74, we have to talk a little bit about the, the race for the chase tournament. Um, you know, this occupied several weeks of NWA power television. It was won by Nick Aldis. And, um, you know, seemingly the next day, uh, Billy Corgan dismissed Nick Aldis's claim to the number one contendership and switched over to Tyrus. So I'm wondering, as champion, how do you feel about watching the contendership just kind of be thrown from one contender to another like that? Um, I know that no matter what, I'm going to get the best of the best. So whether it was going to be Tyrus or Nick, it didn't matter to me. What's going on between Billy and Nick is honestly none of my damn business, nor do I give a shit. I'm... I'm in the I'm in the business and minding my own business and focusing on me and taking care of me. Um, Tyrus has earned his opportunity um, for this. He's he's currently undefeated in the in the company, so Billy felt as if that would be the best match for the fans. Like Billy wasn't thinking about me. He wasn't thinking about. He was thinking about giving the fans the best match of the night and and you know two big monsters going in there. Um, fighting for the grandest prize in the in, in pro wrestling well the, you know the fans are going to win on that no matter what now this is a big shift again you're going from facing the idea of facing someone nick like nick aldis who you're very familiar with very. against tyrus who you know is something of an unknown quality that you guys haven't crossed paths if i'm not mistaken at no. all okay no. do you have any uh, concerns about that unfamiliarity oh i have a ton of concerns i mean i'd be an idiot to to ignore the fact that the guy's 300 plus pounds, um, six, eight, six, nine, uh, not only has a, a great wrestling background, but also a personal background and bodyguard and guys like Snoop Dogg, like how, how tough you gotta be to be the guy that Snoop Dogg called and says, Hey, I, I need you to protect me with when, when things get tough, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but on top of the fact, like Tyrus doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Um, you know, the fact that he's he's so big, it's hard to find a weak spot on him. But I'm going to find it. Like, that, I've got no choice. Like, there's only, you know, he's a human being. He's a man just like I am. Um, and what I'm going to have to do is find that weak spot and punish it. And I'm talking drive elbows, forearms, knees. Um, this isn't going to be an easy task um, for him or for me. Uh but it, it's something I'm, I'm up to take on. Right on, absolutely. Now, I want to—I see some people cycling into the audience over on Twitch. I want to remind everyone that this is a live Q&A, uh, so I'm going to invite you like towards the end of the broadcast. If you have any questions for Trevor, I want you to start thinking of them right now. I've seen a couple that have already trickled in. We'll get to those in just a bit, but again, bring your questions. The champ is here, and uh, you know, if you want to pick his brain, now is the time. Now, of course, we can't just talk about your opponents because we also have to talk about their backup. You know, last year you defeated all this in spite of strictly business being in his corner, being in his favor. This year, your opponents backed by Idol Sport Sports Management. We're talking Scion, Jordan Clearwater, Marche Rocket, Black G's, and of course, Austin Idol himself. At the very least, 
we're talking about a larger faction, so I'm wondering if you have any concerns about the numbers game. Well, when it comes to those factions, you're talking about two different men and two different motivations. Um, with Nick, it was win at, at, at all costs, and, and I know Idolmania's had their, their moment in the sun with that, but I really think, in, in my opinion, Tyrus is a man. And I think that he's going to want to walk in here solo and handle this solo and win or lose, do it on his own merit. Um, this is the most prestigious championship in pro wrestling. And pardon my French, but nobody wants to win like a bitch. And, <laughs> and, and Tyrus ain't no bitch. So it... And, so I really, I really think he's going to man up on this situation um, and walk out like a man, one man, and one man only. Fair enough. But, you know, forgive me for, for suggesting so, but if your estimations are incorrect, I mean, Scion has been just a lethal force, and, you know, Jordan Clearwater is no slouch himself. What if, you know, Idolmania Sports Management does show their hand? What, uh, what changes in the ring at, at that moment? It's... It's pro wrestling, so of course anything can happen. Um, but the thing is, those guys are going to be walking into a, 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 a kill. How can I put it? Like the mentality of what's going to be happening between me and Tyrus. I go back. I revert back to the killer be killed, and those guys are going to be walking right into the firing line of two guys that are trying to do everything they can to hurt each other. Um, I, I personally wouldn't want to get in the middle of that. It's like watching two lions. Why are you gonna? How are you even gonna try to break that up? Let alone get out of it unscathed. Because uh, I honestly, that's I'm gonna go for a kill shot with with either of those guys because I've got a bigger a bigger task at hand, and that's that's keeping keeping my world championship, my world Absolutely. title. This this numbers game though, it's like a real recurring theme over the last year of your career. <laughs> you know, strictly well, this. Yeah. Everybody hits me from behind. Everybody brings a friend, uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, but just knowing Tyrus in the past, and um, we had when this matchup was made, we had a phone call, and um, it was one phone call, and it was you know let the best man let the best you know let's the best man win. You know what I mean? Let's that's what NWA is about. It's about grown ass men going in there, and and kicking the snot out of each other, and, and testing our abilities and seeing. Uh, how far we're willing to push each other and how, how much we're willing to take. Um, that's what makes us different. That's what makes us stand out. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why things have been going so well for me is because I have no problem testing people's limits. Um, I've been doing this for 22 years, guys, so it's really hard for me to get scared of really anything. So, um, and I have a lot of pride and love for the NWA, so I want the best of the best. I, if you want to be here, I want you to be here heart and soul. So I'm going to go out, when you get in the ring with me, I'm going to go out there and, and give it 100%, so you better step up as well. Right on, absolutely. Now, it begs the question, though, again, we're talking strictly business last year, the Cardona family earlier this year, hopefully not Idolmania Sports Management later this August, but begs the question, where is your backup? Um, I don't know. I've never relied on anybody else to be, I mean, I know that that's kind of a, that's kind of a thinker to be honest with you, because I've, I've always kind of handled my, my own business and, um, and I've, I've let chips fall where they fall. Uh, I've got several friends back there, but I think that the, they know, they know me well enough that I'd rather go out on, on my own merit and handle things by myself. And 
and let let them fall where they fall. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I have a very cool comment here that uh, that Lawrence just uh, popped up from uh, from a user pop chase. Uh, Hi, love wrestling and Trevor. You trained his neighbor, Kurt Gannon. Uh, hope things are well. Uh, yes, yeah. I had a, a wrestling school in Kansas City for about a year, and Kurt was one of the guys that came in to come in to kind of get polished up. He, I, <clears throat> I just, I just got it. He had already trained. I just kind of got a chance to get a hold of him and kind of polish him up a little bit so he could get, you know, get himself some more opportunities. Um, that's one of the things that kind of was passed down to me from Harley. Um, you know, this business only thrives. Professional wrestling only thrives if we pass our knowledge down to the next guy and, and teach them what we know so that they can get better and that they can have better matches for people and so on and so forth. Um, sometimes that doesn't quite work out and uh, guys miss out on great opportunities. Some guys, a lot of young guys at times, don't want to listen because they think they know better. And I've been there. We've all been there. Um, it's just you know just part of the business, but it's yeah. I've I spent some time with Kurt, and, and I enjoy working with young guys trying to pass on the knowledge to the next generation. You weren't that way with uh, the late great Harley Race, were you? You yeah <laughs> yeah man. Like the the one thing about Harley was um, once you got to a point in training, he kind of expected you to help work with the younger guys, and what we didn't know, we thought we were just passing down knowledge and passing down the way things are supposed to be but that teaching someone else refined our skills and what we were doing so not only were we learning it and we were uh we were experiencing and doing it but we were also teaching somebody else and before you know it if you can teach you know you can teach it you can do it your uh plug will pop in and just say you're only as good as the knowledge you pass down wonderful uh wonderful and poignant uh trevor i have one last question for you before i turn the floor to the audience who might have some questions for you so if you're watching and you have a question for the champ once again the time is now my last question sir um wild card scenario i want to throw at you regarding nwa 74 matt cardona is returning to the ring and allegedly he has the opportunity to hand pick his opponent we don't really know the criteria if there's like a talent pool he can pick from or if he has carte blanche on anyone on the roster what happens if matt cardona chooses trevor murdoch to wrestle at nwa 74 well he's gonna have to wait till after tyrus because to be you know that's we've already locked that down and um i don't think Matt's an ego guy. He's a hell of a wrestler. Um, he can go out there, and, and he's an opportunist. But Matt's got an ego as well, too, and he wants the spotlight on him. He wants it all for him. So I don't know if he'd quite want to share that night with anybody uh, like Tyrus, if, you, if I'm being honest. Absolutely fair, but, again, you got to consider anything can happen in the world of professional wrestling. No, if, no if I, it, tend, if it I tend to deal with that horse shit. It just happens, brother. It's just <laughs> Trevor Murdoch. You know, just uh, some horse shit's gonna happen one way or another. I, I, all I know to do, man, is to keep, you know, keep chugging forward and, and just keep kicking ass, and deal with every situation as it comes. Um, my life has been so much easier when I've started thinking about like that and think and living like that, uh, not worrying about who's in who's in front of me or behind me, just dealing with what's going on right now. Right on, absolutely. 
Trevor, thank you very much for your candor with my questions. But once again, I'm going to turn the floor to the audience. I've seen a couple questions that have popped up earlier on the stream. Uh, this one's from Plugo, one of our valued members here at Love Wrestling. How has your storied feud with Aldis prepared you, uh, you for the target on your back that comes with holding the 10 pounds of gold? Um, I, Unless you are world heavyweight champion, it's really hard to understand that statement. There's a target on your back. You can say it. You can talk about it. You can hear it from other people. Um, uh, once I won the world title, um, I truly learned that, like, I had, quote, unquote, no friends. You know, there's a, there's that's where the statement comes from. You know, don't mix business and pleasure. Uh, because I have the one thing that everybody wants. It doesn't matter. From the, the, the new guy to the, the, the most experienced guy in the company, they all want to be world's heavyweight champion. Um, so, my my run with Nick and it really taught me the value of focusing on myself and making sure that I have you know eyes in the back of my head and to go out there and just prove a point. Let everybody know who I really am and what I'm willing to do. Um, maybe that's like I guess that's the best way to describe. You know, everybody's like, Trevor, you've got an attitude change since you lost the title. It's, you know, what I go out there and do, it's to show everybody that when you get in the ring with me, this is what I'm going to do to you. This is what I, I plan to do to you. Um, a lot of, some of those young guys thought they had great opportunities to wrestle me on power. Uh, it didn't turn <laughs> out well for them. Um, to say the I'm, least. I'm, I'm out there to make a statement to let everybody know in the locker room, everybody to know, everybody knows in every locker room, not just NW, every locker room, that when you wrestle me, I am going to try to hurt you. I'm not going to be pretty. I'm not going to dance with you. I'm not going to try to be entertaining with the crowd. I'm not going to talk to them. I am going to entertain by the pain I bring to you. And that's how, that's what's worked for me. That's why you're talking to me right now because of that mentality. Harrowing words from the champ himself. Um, I've got a great question here from Dave Scooby. Uh, great dude, by the way, Dave Scooby. Thanks for tuning in, friend. Um, will any WLW wrestlers possibly show up at NWA 74? He would love to see them repping Harley. Um, it, I think I think there might be one or two. I don't uh, I don't deal with the booking office. I don't I don't know who they're they're bringing in. Um, I've made a few suggestions of my own. Uh, but again, that's not the part of the business that I focus on. So it's, it, I think there may be one or two guys you recognize from WLW, um, which, you know, I, NWA is a place to, for guys to get opportunities. That's, um, if, if we've proven anything that we can pick talent because there's been so much, so much talent that's come in and been picked away from, from somebody else or where they've gone somewhere else. I mean, we'll, we'll just start in the early part of of uh you know nwa power like we had ricky starks before aew we, we we introduced ricky starks to the world you know what i mean nwa he had a great a, run a huge run great run and, and um it's it we're a place of of talent we, we we try to excite the people and give them what they want we have about five more minutes with the champ himself so we're going to try to squeeze as many of these questions in as possible uh from noob uh, how's the transition from WWE to NWA changed you? Um, it's, well, it's, 
the the transition you know wwe is is an entertainment company it's in their name so they focus more on the entertainment part of pro wrestling whereas nwa is is all about the wrestling you know what i mean there's what what pro wrestling company has guys walk out on their television show with no music no sparkly lights no smoke you can't hide behind that shit you got to come out and, and, and show your talent to the people. You have your talent, your wrestling ability, what you can do in that ring is what's going to make you stand out from everybody else. Not the best music, not the best entrance, not none of that. It's your wrestling ability. And for me, that's, that's the pro wrestling I enjoy. That's the part of, that's the slice of pro wrestling where I want to be at. Um, we are very lucky in this time right now that there is a ton of pro wrestling. You got New Japan, WWE, TNA. Um, you've got uh, AAA, AEW, NWA. Uh, you're so much wrestling, and you can like it all because they're so different in so many ways. And as a wrestling fan, if you don't like something, you can well, I'll switch over to this company, and I like that wrestling. That's for me, when I was a young guy, it was just WCW and WWE. But yeah. I loved the fact that I had an opportunity to go, oh, well, I, I don't like this match on WWE, so I'm going to hit my recall button, flip over to WCW. <laughs> oh, yeah, watch oh. this match. And, oh, You've taken wow. me back with the recall button. That's well, a trip. Sure. <laughs> that was my Mondays, man. And, you know, I was a wrestler. So when we got done with training, we would always, a lot of, usually, a lot of the time, especially Harley guys, we would get back to the to somebody's house and watch Raw. That was just like your little Bible at the end of you know you, at the end of Monday training. You run to someone's house and we all watch Raw and talk about what happened and sometimes even try to replicate some of the stuff they've done and you know that's <clears throat> that's what wrestling was to me. Right on. I think we have time for this one last question. I'm not sure who's uh, operating the Love Wrestling CA Twitch right now. It might be Lawrence, might be Spencer. Wh whoever it is, it's a great question. Uh, what did you think of uh, Tommaso Ciampa's tribute to Harley Race on Raw this past Monday, if you happen to see it? Yeah, yeah, I did see it. Loved it. Loved it. Any time when you've got one of the boys that go out there and, and show you know HR a little love, I love it. I hope, you know, that, that's just... Um, Champa's like me. He, he came down to Harley's camp and got to spend some time down at Harley's for about six months. Um, I was a little there a little bit longer, uh, obviously years. But anyway, <laughs> it's uh, it's always good to see one of the boys paying respects to HR. Like that's you know he's he's had his hand on a lot of guys and influenced a lot of wrestlers that people really don't know. So it was it was really touching and really awesome to see Champa go out there and throw some love at Harley. Absolutely outstanding, sir. Mr. Murdoch, Trevor, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this evening on Power Out. Um, I want to take the opportunity to remind the audience that NWA 74 takes place August 27th yes. and 28th. Bundle package available on Fight TV as well as NWA All Access will get you uh, access to the pay-per-views. And with that, Trevor, if you want to let the audience know where to follow you on socials and all that important social media stuff. Yeah, guys, I'm on Instagram at the Real T Murdoch. Uh, same thing on Twitter, and of course on Facebook. Uh, after 10 years, I was finally cool enough for them to give me the little blue check mark that says, "Hey, this is me." Right? Like, how many people are out there trying to be Trevor Murdoch? I don't know. <laughs> 
Certainly enough to merit the blue the the valid blue check mark. Dave Scooby pop in and say thanks. See ya at seventy four. I I imagine Dave's going to be in attendance. Uh, once again, Trevor, thank you very much, and uh, thank you everyone who joined us tonight on Power Out. Join us again next week on Tuesday for the NWA reaction. <laughs>